Hello, my loves, my favorite dancing unicorn girlies. Welcome back to AG University Podcast. It is I, your professor speaking at Anna Grace Newell on all platforms and now at AG University Podcast on Instagram as well for more angel reading, Akashic Record information. And if you're new here and you're curious as to how I got started into this work, always check out episode number one. Let's get into it, you guys. Happy 2024. I had to think about that. I stuttered. I was like, what year is it? Oh yeah, 2024. Time. It's an illusion. I really do feel that the episode I posted last week got a huge response on the concept of slowing down and honoring the season of winter. That is something that I learned a few years ago when I started accessing the records, how we aren't necessarily supposed to hit it at hundred miles an hour, January one. It's okay. If you have done that in the past, no big deal, but it's kind of like all things we, as human beings, we've created these systems and labels that have kind of gotten us away from the natural rhythm of seasons same thing with time. And we just kind of decided, okay, noon here is noon. And then we have all these time zones and we just label time a certain linear way. And it's not like God came down and said, okay, now this year when the sun's up there, it's 12 o'clock. It's like, no, we kind of just made that up. Same with the calendar. We just sort of labeled it and said, this is the start of the new year. (laughs) And um, really, I don't, I don't think that we are supposed to start ramping up until spring, you know, as if we were a bear coming out of hibernation. So just know that you're perfectly on time and we are going to do all the things and live our best life, but in due time that feels good to our bodies. So I'm happy that that message resonated. I have been really trying to slow down and I shared with you guys last week that I decided that some of my just personal programming. My habitual nature is that I'm always in a hurry to go places, to achieve things, to, and that was something that I did not uncover until it was an unconscious, you know, subconscious program that was running that I discovered over Christmas break when I was really trying to relax. And I just kept, would catch myself, you know, wanting to rush, put on my makeup so I can hurry up and get ready. And it's like, for what? You don't know where to go, you know? So I have a confession. (laughs) I realize that it's going to be a practice for me to actually really embody slowing down. And there's so many benefits to slowing down and being more intentional. We're not meant to be constantly in a hurry. For one, it's not good for our nervous system, our health, all the things. And I'm really making my health my number one priority. So I got to slow the F down. So I have made a schedule where I am scheduling either acupuncture or a massage once a week. That's going to be a treat for myself and a time for me to just unwind, (laughs) unravel for the day, relax. My love language is physical touch. So any type of body work has always been super, super important to me. So getting a massage is just the ultimate relaxation and treat. And so yesterday I had a pretty packed schedule. I know I'm trying to offload things, but it was actually like I had a lot of stuff stuff scheduled at the beginning of the month and then it was going to be executed and posted kind of rolling going throughout the month. So it was like more work up front so that I could have a little bit more time to rest. 
So this was one of my busier days. And I just get in this mode where I'm just a robot. Like I just execute. I'm like, record, talk, show up. And I was kind of in robot mode. And I had a massage at three o'clock. And I told myself like, that's gonna be my cutoff time. Three o'clock, I'm gonna, three o'clock, three to five is usually kind of when I get like a little sleepy. You know, you kind of hit that like midday afternoon kind of where you're like, ooh, a little bit of a lull. And I, I schedule my day so that I get a lot of work done in the morning. Anyway, so I'm going to my massage classic me. I'm trying to get there in a hurry because I've been recording and working and executing all of my tasks for the day so that I could enjoy the massage. And I am driving there. I'm on the phone with my mom, who is really, essentially, she is my wedding planner, planning my whole wedding. I also have a wedding planner who's amazing too. My mom has really taken it as her special project for the year. She's also retired and she loves to plan events. I do not enjoy planning events. It's stressful and I already have a full plate. And so planning a wedding on top of everything else is not, it's like a full-time job. I mean, it really is. Planning a wedding is a full-time job. So I don't have time for another full-time job. As excited as I am to marry Austin, discussing the details of the drink topper that we're going to put at the mocktail bar for like an hour and a half with someone is my worst nightmare. Again, I do feel like I'm in a hurry. So I'm like, please don't waste my time. That's a me thing. And I'm working on it. But I had to be honest with you guys that I've been every single day scheduling in time for slowness and I'm retraining my brain because one, it takes awareness. So I recognize that I'm always in a hurry and I struggle to slow down And two, it's an active reprogramming of neural pathways. And it's really interesting because our brain is so malleable. So whatever it is for you, maybe it's not that you're always in a hurry, whatever your thing is, you can reprogram. It just takes a constant check-in with self for at least the first week or two. And then it starts to become more of an automatic program that we have installed and we're kind of running on. We're like, okay, this is a new habit that I'm forming. And I don't even think habits are as hard as people say they are to form. They're like, it takes a full 21 days. Sometimes I've heard 60 days. I don't believe that. I believe if you have awareness and attention, intention, you can do it pretty quickly. So anyways, I'm driving to get my massage yesterday and it's 2.52. I'm about two minutes away. Maybe it's, yeah, I'd say 2.52. It's it's in the 50s. It's like I'm in the final eight minutes to get to my massage and I'm sitting at a red light. My mom is asking me wedding questions. I'm distracted, but I'm on the phone. I wasn't like texting or looking at my phone. I was just, I could hear her talking to me. And so I'm just thinking, I'm trying to make some decisions for the wedding and the light turns green and everyone starts to go. But the car in front of me, I guess whoever was driving actually wasn't paying attention because they did not go when it turned green. And I was just kind of looking ahead. I wasn't really looking directly at the car in front of me. And I let my foot off of the brake and I just rear-ended the car in front of me. The good news was, is that I wasn't accelerating. I just took my foot off the brake and I was just too close to them. And I'm in a really big car and they were in a really little car. So I tapped them. The good news was that I tapped them so gently. I couldn't decide if my car just does that thing where it puts on the brakes for you, or if I actually hit them. If I don't know if some of you guys are familiar, some cars have a feature where if you get too close to a car, it will halt the car. And I literally was like on the phone with my mom. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I think I just hit the car in front of me, but I don't know. Or the car just stopped. I really don't know. But either way, I, all I did was take my foot off the brake. It wasn't like I accelerated into them. I'm like on the way to my massage, trying to relax, 
rear ends the person in front of me. So I am sitting there for like 30 seconds looking to see if they're going to do anything. Cause I'm like, did I just rear end that car? It's bad. Cause I'm not sure. And then the guy unrolls his window and he's like points, like, do you want to pull over? And I was like, damn it. So I got to miss my massage. So I pull over and he's like, I'm on the phone with the, you know, law enforcement, you know, non-emergency line or whatever you call. I'm honestly knock on wood. I've not gotten in very many accidents. I don't really know what the protocol is either. And he gets out and looks at his car. Truly, guys, I did tap it so gently. He was like, there really isn't anything there. It's fine. And he looked at me. It was like, he was the nicest. He was like a super young, I'd say like in his 20s, army guy in his army (laughs) uniform. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I just took my foot off the brake. I was, I I don't even know. I just didn't even know if I hit you. I'm not really sure. Blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry. And he ended up hanging up the phone with the police and was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. It's the start of the new year. The car's fine. <laughs> Go on about your day. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, if you want my number, you change your mind, you know, let me know. And he was like, no, it's good. So it was, he was the nicest person ever. And I'm so grateful for that. And as soon as I got back into my car, I was like, why? Because I am the type of person that anytime anything like that happens, it's meant to get our attention. Anytime we have you know, an accident or, you know, last month I lost my wallet, all of those things. I'm like, why did that happen? What did I do? What am I getting myself into right now? And my guides were like, you were in a hurry. You were in a hurry at the stoplight to go. You couldn't wait to take your foot off the brake. You had to get there. And then you end up rearing someone. So it was just like at the universe is checking me right now being like, okay, stay focused, stay present. Same with the losing my wallet for me. Anytime I lose something, forget something, get into an accident, I know that I am not paying attention because those things happen to get our attention. So I'm like, I wasn't present. Obviously, I was in a hurry and I wasn't paying attention. So that's my confession for you guys that um, slowing down, it's, it's, a, it's a practice. It is a practice. It's just like meditation or anything else. And I am practicing every single day. Anytime I catch myself getting into that overwhelm where, you know, you're like, I've got to respond to this email and and get on the social media and I got to respond to this person and I got to do this and I got to post and I got to send this email and I got to do da, 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 da. I have been putting my phone down, face down, taking a step back and taking four deep breaths in through my nose, out through my mouth. And I'm like recentering. I write some things down on a pen and a piece of paper, not a device, just so I have it down. And I'm like, I will get to it in time. Everything's Okay. None of this is life threatening. (laughs) You know, I've been kind of retraining myself in those moments of just having awareness, taking a few deep breaths and ultimately getting back to, you know, the purposes for us to enjoy even the work that we're doing, anything that we're building, any part of our life, you have to enjoy the systems and the structure and the creation of the product. Because once you get to the final moment or final, whatever it is that you've created business final thing, we're never going to enjoy it. If we can't slow down and enjoy the process, we don't want to rush it all away. We don't want to rush through our life. I don't want to rush through my life. I love being 30. This is like, I feel like it's my best time ever. <laughs> and it's not like anything extraordinary has happened besides the fact that I'm getting married, but I just enjoy being 30. My life does feel so much more grounded and I like where I'm at and I don't want to rush it away. So that's just a kind of the thought process of what's been going on inside of my head because I have a couple of other pieces that I want to talk to you guys about today and just kind of fun little life lessons 
first starting with consistency and how important it is for us to consistently commit over and over to whatever it is that we are putting our focus on at the moment, right? So for me, it's slowing down. And I think that month to month or season to season, our areas of focus can change, but I think it's important for us to at least pick three. So every season of my life, I always have three areas that are kind of my priority. So for right now, my number one is my health and my movement practice, right? Typically in the past, I can always tell you my number one priority has always been something business related. And this is a time of my life where it's not, it is, it's related to me slowing down. Um, next I have more short, a specific type of short form content. And that's kind of where I'm going to put my energy in terms of showing up on social media. If I feel like storying great, if not, oh well. And then the third thing is Kajabi and creating my membership platform and also any courses over there. So that's kind of my three areas. So I have three areas per season. So right now this is a slower season. So I'm not trying to, usually I'll be booking additional clients and getting on extra calls and doing extra partnerships and like blah, 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 blah. But I've, I've paused those through February because I got to let my body heal. So I'm picking three things and I am showing up consistently, scheduling those three things in my calendar and then making sure I am scheduling space for rest. Because that's one thing I've learned. If you're someone who struggles to slow down, to prioritize yourself, and listen, I know you're thinking, I'm too busy. I've got kids. I've got this. I've got that. I promise. I am also, I feel you. I'm busy too. But the key is to schedule it in and make it a practice, make it a habit. Schedule it in for you, put it on your calendar, do whatever it is. If it's 15 minutes and that's all you can do, awesome. I say all of this because I've been having so many readings and kind of channeled information around consistency and why it's so important. And I watched this movie with Austin last weekend. It was right before New Year's. So recently. And to say that it changed my life feels so dramatic because it's a movie starring Ryan Reynolds and he produced it. <laughs> I, I posted a little bit about it on my Instagram, but I want to really share this with you guys because I just feel that sometimes all you need is a shift in perspective to really have an aha moment or a breakthrough or a breakthrough in some of these loops in our head. And this one, this was one for me. So the movie, and I won't spoil it because I think you guys should watch it. And it's a really happy movie. It has a happy ending. You know me, I'm a happy ending girly. I'm not going to watch anything that's going to freak me out or weird vibes or like, I don't like some of those movies that get too like inception-y. Like it's just, sometimes I just want to live. I just want to watch a rom-com. <laughs> so just so you guys know, if I give you a movie recommendation, it's going to be pretty rainbows and sunshine. So the movie is called Free Guy. And I believe it was produced by Ryan Reynolds and he is the star. And also I just love him. And also he's married to Blake Lively and I love her. So anyways, Austin and I recently got Disney plus for Zane, but honestly we say it's for Zane, but we've been watching so many Disney plus movies because that's kind of my genre before bed. I don't want to watch anything that's like too intense or thought provoking or whatever, even though this, this was actually ended up being so thought provoking for me, but you know what I mean? You don't want to get your brain too ramped up. So I've been loving watching movies like elemental and 
you know, some cute little Pixar movies that Zane loves. It's honestly my speed. So we watched Free Guy and the concept of the movie, I'm not going to spoil it if you want to watch it, but the concept is Ryan Reynolds is waking up and living every single day as a inside of a video game, but he doesn't know that he's living inside of a video game. And if you've seen the movie, The Truman Show, a lot of people say this is like kind of a, almost a, a same theme as like a, we're living in this like simulation. For some reason, I did not like The Truman Show at all. It, it I just didn't like it. So if you didn't like that movie, maybe give this one a try um, because Free Guy was way happier, I felt. And sometimes the whole simulation you know, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Essentially, like we're living in a simulation. Like it's essentially we're coming into this body to experience this reality, but then our soul takes many different sh- forms and human life. And I do believe that. I, I believe that I have existed in other lifetimes for sure. My whole family believes that. Tons of cultures and religions believe that. And the simulation is honestly the same ideology, but it's it's put into a literal video game analogy. And I make a lot of iPhone analogies because in some ways we are the same as technology because, you know, our subconscious mind is kind of like computer programming. It really is. We have to go in and reprogram. So anyways, all that being said, sometimes I don't like the simulations talk is what I'm telling you guys, because I don't know. I think it's interesting, but do I need to know about it to live a beautiful life? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You know, like sometimes it's kind of like even with stuff about past lives, a lot of people want me to do past life regressions. And unless you have a severe phobia or trauma that you can't get past in this lifetime, I typically don't mess with people's past life records a whole lot because I just don't know how much we need to focus there. You know, I'm such a soul's purpose in this reality. Like I like keeping people kind of rooted and grounded in the present. Anyways, I digress. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes I just don't know how much we need to get lost in all of this. If you're familiar with the simulation theory, I'm kind of trying to give you guys a good intro. However, this movie really empowered me to embrace this ideology in a new way of really how temporary and fleeting our life is in an exciting way. I know that sounds kind of like, oh no, but in an exciting way. So Ryan Reynolds, he's in the video game and there's other players who are essentially players outside of the game, like in a real world, but they go into the game and they're playing the game and they tell him, they're like, Hey, you're living in a video game. And he's like, what? None of this is real. Like none of this matters. And it shows him doing all the things like he puts on a pair of glasses and he sees a different perspective. And there's just so many spiritual metaphors, analogies, and it's a really cute, happy movie. There's love. It has a happy ending. I really think you guys should watch it because it does offer such a unique perspective. And there's one part in the movie that really got me. It's, I want you guys to think about this consistency piece. Okay. If you are to wake up every single day and and you are your little character. So my character in this life is Anna Grace. That's who I am. And in this life, I'm a spiritual teacher. Who knows? In another life, I could be a male poet, right? That's kind of just my character. It's just who I am. But I still have the same soul, still have the same, 
you know, essence that God gave me, but it's meant to experience different forms, right? So I started playing with this concept of just as if I am in a video game, right? Like, you know how when you go into a video game and you can like, and you you, um, select your character, you know, do you want to be like a warrior or do you want to be a motorcycle person or do you want to be an FBI agent or do you want to be this Catwoman, you know, whatever, all these different characters. And you just kind of do the little blink, 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 and you just pick one, right? That was the analogy that was shown with me. Stay with me. Stay with me. The analogy that I was shown is that if we are not consistent with our identity and who it is that we wish to become, because the universe does not give us what we want. The universe gives us who we are. So I want you to just switch that one over who we are in the moment. The universe is going to continue to reflect us, reflect back to us. So that's why it's important for us to align with whatever identity that we are wishing to call in. Right? So for you, it could be a successful business business owner. I want you to start to imagine that is like a little little warrior princess outfit, business owner, doctor, lawyer, you know, and you're in the outfit and you're, you're standing there kind of bobbing, you know, the like automated video game thing, you're bobbing, you're bobbing, and then you can select whatever little outfit or identity that you want. The universe was showing me that when there's lack of consistency, it's as if we're standing there in that little bob bobbing, waiting to pick our character. And we're just going, and we're just like, we keep changing. We keep changing. We keep changing. The universe is like, we're confused because you say you want this thing and then you want this thing, but you keep changing and you can't commit. And so right now you're giving us wishy-washy because there's not enough consistency for us to meet you there. Right? Like God's going to give you whatever it is that you're truly ready to step into and own. And that's where consistency comes in. Because if not, if you're just like, boop, 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 change, change this one day, I'm this one day, I'm that this day. I don't today. I don't feel like doing it. The universe is like, okay, here's the thing. You're giving us wishy-washy. So we're going to give you wishy-washy back because that's the energy that you're stuck in right now is this kind of confused energy. And so that's just going to keep going back to you, which is why you're feeling like, shoot, I'm not making any headway in this area. And I hope that makes sense because I'm trying to give you guys this like firm picture in your head of how important, but also easy it is for you to just blink into this identity, write out your character, play it like a game. If you guys ever listened to the episode with Helen from Blenderbaum, she says that she took ayahuasca, had like, you know, like an eight hour ayahuasca experience, plant medicine ceremony. And all that she got from the ceremony, she's like, I connected with source, with God, with the universe. And I was shown that this life is a game. (laughs) That's what she said. She's like, I was shown this life is a game. So I want you guys to start playing this a bit like a game in the sense of it, it kind of makes it a little easier to visualize and digest some of these big concepts, whether you believe in a simulation experience or a religious experience or a spiritual experience at their core, they're all kind of saying the same thing. We're here experiencing this character for a temporary amount of time, right? No one lives forever. So we might as well, I like the life as a game theory in this way, because what I did yesterday was after I watched the movie, I really felt so empowered that I was like, 
I can be anyone that I want to be in this lifetime. And it really doesn't matter because it doesn't matter what other people think of us. It actually does not change or alter our reality at all, at all. And also no one is actually as invested in you. I, I hate to break it to you and we all know this, but they're just not, no one really cares that much. There's been times where I've gotten, you know, super negative feedback like a year ago. And I thought the world was over and like literally no one remembers no one remembers. I don't even, it's just, it's so crazy how nothing actually matters as much as we think it does. And so it was very empowering that we can just really select any character that we want in this lifetime. And so I created an identity that I want to embody for the year of 2024. And I truly gave this like a personification. Like I am going through my video game character selection. What is this person's strengths and weaknesses? You know how it gives you a, like a throws, amazing or, you know, really good at bow and arrow. You know how, like when you pick a character, it gives you like their strengths and their weaknesses. I created like a personification and identity of the character that I wanted to step into. And for me, it's just like a health warrior type of person. I don't want to tell you guys the name because it's cheesy. And also you can make up whatever you want. You don't have to tell you, tell anyone because it does sound a little cheesy, but I like, I like cheesy. So I select this person. I created all the strengths and the weaknesses. I created this like kind of video game character of me who's like so healthy, just radiating health and love and vitality. And then I wrote out underneath it, like, what does this person do every day? What's some of their programming, right? If I were to program and write my own video game character, you know, what does this person do? You know, she gets up and she moves in the morning. And, you know, I just wrote this whole story. And it was fun. And I used my creativity and my visualization and my imagination. I was like, I'm going to create my own little character and it's going to be me. And I'm going to wake up in the morning. And when I put on my makeup or when I put on a certain outfit, that's going to be my activation for like stepping into this character. Because that's what you do in a video game. You know, you put on your little warrior outfit, right? You put on your little garb. If not, you're just wearing your like blue shirt and your khaki pants. Like that's like the computer generated like person in the background, right? Then we step into our character. We've got all of our stuff and your character can be your higher self. It can be whatever you want, but I kind of want them to be like kind of badass. So I wanted some warrior energy. So that was the character that I designed and I have been journaling each day and I'm doing this for a week because I don't think that it's fair for you to do one journaling exercise and journal out how you're going to show up, act, behave for an entire year, you know, when you're doing your new year's resolutions or your new year's review or whatever it is that you do. So I've been journaling and just playing with this concept every single day and kind of creating my own little like video game character, but really it's an identity that I'm going to step into and activate myself. So I'm going to get dressed or put on a certain outfit, makeup. That's kind of, for me is like getting ready. I'm like stepping into this person and also adopting the behaviors that this person does that I know are going to align me with the healthiest version of me. It's like, I've kind of got to release this Anna Grace person that I was of 2023, but I'm going to step into this new version, this new identity. And as you guys know, there are so many other, I think I've shared the book, the alter ego effect by Todd Herman. That's one of my favorites. It's a really good one. He works with high performing athletes and creating an alter ego for them to step into. It's all the same thing. There's so many different ways to look at it, but I felt like the video game movie just made it really fun for you to play with. You can be any of these people. And really in this life, you guys think about it. You can be anyone that you want to be at any point. 
you can, you could quit your job and become a full-time street painter tomorrow. You could, you know what? You're probably like, no, I can't do that. You could, (laughs) you could really do anything. We get like so comfortable in our loops. I mean, you could, you could, if you work remotely, you could decide tomorrow that you're going to move to Portugal. You could do it and you could have a Portugal summer. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that we forget how much free will we have. And I know there's so many things you're like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't leave behind this person or that person. Or like, what about the money or what I think? I think you'd be shocked. You'd be shocked at how much more resources become available to you when you just take the leap and do things. We just get so trapped in this, like our everyday computer generated khaki pants, blue shirt character. And so I just wanted to put that movie. I think you guys should watch the movie. It's your kind of your homework. It's on, yeah, Disney Plus. It's cute. It's got a happy ending. And it really talks all about like computer programming and coding characters and writing. And for me, it was honestly like the ultimate manifestation, playing this game, creating this new identity, and then doing something to activate and step into this future version of myself. Because that's that's who the universe is going to respond to, right? Is the person that I am becoming and the person that I am, not the person that I want to be or the person that I hope to be in the future. It's like, you got to show up. You got to consistently take steps every single day, aligning with that version of yourself. And so for me, right, my health warrior goddess, she's allowed to go slow. She goes slow. Okay. She slows down. She dry brushes after her shower. She's just a slow, happy, serene, healthy, autoimmune free warrior. (laughs) I know it sounds so silly, but it's fun. Okay. It's fun. And that's going to bring me into our next thing. This is essentially a movie review where I have taken movies and I put them into spiritual concepts because I do feel I'm a master translator. You could give me any scenario and I can read the energy of what's going on or what the production team was thinking when creating the movie. So that's been another thing for me with slowing down. I realize that I get really caught up in doing admin work or a lot of things that I think that I have to do when I could actually ask for help or delegate. And I think that's very common for anyone who, whether your business is running your family, your household, your children, whether it's whatever you're doing at work, it's so easy for us to think that we have to do all of these tasks. And I just get so caught up in the task, task, task. Cause I just want to, it's like, I want to get them over with. So I'm just like, I want to cross this off, cross, 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 cross. And then I forget that the reality of for me is that people like to follow my content when I'm doing the fun things that make me actually happy, like dancing and creating fun videos and makeup and fashion and all of those things, right? It's very easy for us to forget how much fun it is for us to do the fun aspects of our business or prioritize fun in our business. And I got this reminder. So the other night, so essentially Austin and Zane love to watch a little bit of a movie every single night. And it's funny because it so goes against my typical way of living because I have never been any, I've never been a big movie or TV person. I think, I think everything in moderation, but for a while when I was early in my spiritual journey, I didn't have a television at all because I just think sometimes the news and a lot of stuff on TV can be a little toxic and just like overstimulating. (laughs) It's like anything, like I'm not going to spend four hours a day watching TV, but if I watch 30 minutes of a movie with them, because that's like what kind of winds them down and makes them happy, then I'm going to do it, you know? 
And I've actually been enjoying it because I've been getting all of these really good metaphors from some of these cute movies. And Austin and I watched the movie Big the other night. And actually, we have like 20 minutes left because we watch them a little bit each night. So I still don't know what happens in the end. But I've never seen the movie before. It's the movie with Tom Hanks. It's an old movie. It's another one on Disney+. And if you haven't watched the movie, that's okay. I would recommend Free Guy over this one. But here's kind of the concept. It's the same with 13 going on 30. Similar concept. Little boy makes a wish at the fair. Wishes he was big. That's why the movie's called Big. And then he wakes up and he is a grown man. Same thing with um, 13 going on 30, same concept. And so we're watching the movie and I told Austin, I'm like, wow, I've never seen this movie. It's actually so cute and so good. And it really got me thinking. So I, I always journal every single night before bed. So even if I've just watched the movie, I'll write down like what my thoughts were on the movie or what lesson or what I, what enlightened me in the day. And that movie really enlightened me because the little boy, he is trapped in this adult body and he's like, Oh my gosh, what do I do? And his friends like, you got to get a job. Same thing. I won't, I won't ruin the ending. I haven't even seen it and I won't ruin the movie for you guys. But if you do want to watch it, this is the main, the main principles. So his little friend, they're like 10, I don't know, or 12. They're little. <laughs> and he's like, you need to get a job. And he's like a job. And so he ends up getting a job inputting computer data at a toy company, a company that makes toys. And on the weekends, he's going in and playing in the toy shop because he's now making money and has a job. And he's also like a little kid in this body. And so he starts getting rapidly promoted because he's the only person that's playing with the toys and having so much fun because at his essence, one, he is whole and authentic and worthy. That's the childhood essence code is that they are fully in their authenticity because they don't care what anyone thinks, right? They're like, I'm a kid. We, I like playing games because they're fun. It's very simple. So in their worthiness or in his worthiness, and then also he's the only person out of the whole company who's truly getting lost in the joy and the magic of playing with the toys and having so much fun. And by like, the middle of the movie, he's already, he's promoted to like vice president <laughs> and all of the other it's in New York. All these guys in suits are so pissed. They're like, they're like so focused on looking at the data and the spreadsheets and the numbers. And they're like, this one should be performing better and blah, 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 blah. And they like go around they're like in a think tank and they ask the guy and he's like, yeah, but that one's not very fun. And they're like, well, but the numbers say we're up 52%. And he's like, yeah, well, this stupid. I don't get it. It's like, it's so accurate because this is such a metaphor for social media, for anything that you're doing in your business that you track numbers like, oh, well, I haven't been getting as many likes on this post. And like, I'm getting, I get more followers when I talk about this. If you are running a business solely based off of the numbers and numbers only and what other people want, what you think they want, it will never be a success because the Special secret sauce is authenticity and having fun. If you are having fun, people want to have fun. They want to have fun with you. They want to have fun in whatever it is that you're doing. People, we are meant to have fun. It's part of our programming that we look for. We crave it. Our soul does not feel 
satisfied, if it does not experience any joy or fun in our life and our whole spiritual journey, you could be the most spiritual person or the least spiritual person. It doesn't matter. But all we're ever trying to do is come back into our purpose. And our purpose is connecting us back with our authentic self. Okay. So it's like literally the whole point of being a human is coming back into our whole most authentic worthy self. And so I loved this movie so much because this little boy who's a little kid trapped in this adult body gets promoted. He's y'all like towards the end of the movie, he's like in a penthouse. He's living in a penthouse in New York. He has no qualifications. And even Austin said that he's like, it really is so true. It's all about your energy. And it's all about the perspective that you have that makes you successful in business. I am someone who's like anti certification. I think we live in a society that believes we have to be certified to do anything and everything. And it drives me crazy because I think sometimes our intuition is our greatest guide. And if we learn too much, don't get me twisted. I love to learn things, but I have good discernment knowing, Oh, I learned that. Did that resonate? Did that feel good to me? Did my intuition agree with that? Because if not, I'm going to take this, take a little bit what I learned and then add a little bit of how I feel and kind of make my own unique combination, right? You got to have a little discernment. We don't want to just learn everything other people are doing because we're meant to also use our intuition also, you know, kind of stay in our individualized practice. But that being said, Austin's like, it really doesn't matter. Like where you go to school, this little boy who was up with all these guys who went to Harvard business and all of these places running the data and the analytics. And he ends up prevailing and being more successful because he's one detached from the outcome. He doesn't really care. He's just simply focusing on having fun and creating a fun experience for the user. And I really feel like that's such a good lesson for any of you guys running a business. It's like, whether you are offering a service, a product, a whatever, I mean, one, obviously you've created it because there at some point in your life, it was a need for you how can you make that more fun? And I, I was like, last night when I was journaling, I was literally glitching over how much I've got to get back to in this time of slowing down. If I'm slowing down and taking things off my plate, instead of, like we said, we don't want to rot, you know, just because you're resting doesn't mean we're going to sit in our house and watch TV and rot because I think a lot of us don't really know how to rest. And so for me, it was slowing down, making more space for resting and also shifting the focus into fun. What is fun? What makes me feel happy? What makes me feel good? What is fun for me? Because whenever I'm having a lot of fun creating something, people just absolutely love it. They, whatever it is that I put out, they're all over it because it was fun for me to create and it's fun for them to consume and they learn things. And it's just an all around win, 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 because that fun, high frequency energy is coded into the outcome and it makes it so magnetic. And I feel that it's hard for us to prioritize fun when we are constantly stuck in these loops of one being in a hurry or checking off our to-do list or prioritizing, you know, things that need to get done. Yes, but we also got to make space for the fun and that to be a place of us to focus and put our, put ourselves first consistently and also put things first that make us feel good and that light us up and that bring us joy consistently. So I really feel as we're in this season of slowing down, kind of going within, what's something that you really enjoy? And for you to get into the frequency of having fun, maybe you're like, okay, I work in a job where zero parts are fun. Okay, that's okay. 
I did a reading for someone recently who she truly was like, I am, I have so much creativity. I don't have a creative outlet at work. I'm like, okay, well, first of all, I want you to start painting, you know, like start painting. And she's like, oh my gosh, I used to love to paint. I've gotten away from it. I'm like, yeah, start painting now. Like start, at least give yourself a hobby because if you can connect in with creativity at any aspect of your life, your, remember, if you start to embody this creative energy, the universe is just going to reflect more of that back to you. So more creativity will show up. It's like, you kind of just got to start somewhere in the process of enjoying and focusing on fun. Because if we're slowing down just to rot and numb and veg on social media, like that's not the point. The point is for us to slow down so that we can enjoy our life more. And that literally means like enjoy word joy. <laughs> we are, the word enjoy has got joy coded in it. We got to enjoy, feel joy in our body because that is going to be the place that we connect with our soul essence the most, that childlike wonder where we lose track of time because we're just painting. For me, it was painting in my parents. I had a little closet. It was called AG's Masterpiece Studio. It was a little closet that had a bunch of paint and I would just lose track of time. I'll get lost in the flow. And I was so connected. I was so tapped in with my soul's essence. And anytime you get lost in that flow state, you're tapped in, you're tuned in to your soul's essence. And the more that you tune into that essence, the more that you're going to be absolutely hundred percent in alignment with your soul's purpose. And it will unravel and unfold in the most beautiful, magnificent way that you could just you would never even imagine how it unfolded. We've got to start making space for that today. So I just wanted to share with you guys uh, my latest movie review, but also giving it some spiritual little zest because every single story that we hear, every single story that a person tells online, there is always a spiritual lesson that I seem to gather from it. And I think that if I can make things more tangible or digestible or palatable, easier for people to access and understand, maybe it will create a ripple effect in how you live your day to day, which as we know, our life is created in the small moments. So our life is made up of the day to day, the minute to minute, those seconds where we take a few deep breaths, they do matter. So any little tiny thing that you're doing, if you feel like, oh, I need to be doing more, it's okay. Any little tiny thing that you start today, it alters your path. It creates a ripple effect. We're not always going to constantly be in flow, in tune. I'm not, no one is. But we can alter our path. And the more that we commit, the more that consistency piece shows up, we're consistently acting as this you know, healthy, peaceful warrior goddess version of self, whatever our video game character is that we're creating, the universe starts to meet us there, right? Our programming and our environment just starts to mirror that of that person. So it all becomes easier. It just gets so much easier if we can just show up at least one action a day is in alignment with that person that you want to become. God's going to meet you there. The universe is going to meet you there. Your energy is going to meet you there. It's a tango. It takes two to tango and you got to start doing your tango. So before I leave, I haven't done a card pull for you guys in a minute and I'm going to read a card. I actually pulled this one, which is very fitting, but maybe a different set of words that, that I can uh, share with you guys. So I pulled the cycles card and if you're watching me on YouTube, you can see the card. It's a beautiful 
purple unicorn with butterflies and a big moon behind it. Very pretty purple. And I'm going to read the card says everything has its right time. Honor the cycles of your body and tune into the moon's magic. And here is the card description. If something feels like it's not happening, don't force it. Everything has its time. Everything has its place. This situation will naturally come to fruition when the time is right. Whether it is a business project, a relationship, a journey, a contract, or an opportunity. This unicorn has come into your reading to remind you that we are connected with Mother Earth through the natural rhythm of cycles. The ebb and flow of the tides, the waxing and waning of the moon, and for women, the circle of ovulation and menstruation. Look at where you have fallen out of sync with these cycles and just start working with the moon's magic to bring more flow into your life. Instead of always trying to push through life full steam ahead, well, me, allow yourself to rest, retreat, and acknowledge your body's calls for gentleness. Then when the moon waxes again or after menstruation, you can get out there again and be proactive and more social. There is so much magic for you to unlock in your life by honoring these cycles. Buy yourself a moon calendar or note down different phases for each month. Live in the flow of cycles and you will experience the true magic of life. I love that. That really, I mean, my unicorn cards always just hit, but that feels so in alignment with the season that we are in right now, just being in the dead of winter. And one thing that I have been doing on my scheduling time for slowness, the last few mornings I've gotten up, I'm enjoying the cool weather in Florida while I can, because when it gets hot, it gets hot, but I've gotten up and I've been walking two miles every single morning. And the last two days is the first time ever where I did not listen to a podcast. I did not put my headphones in. I really don't even want to bring my phone at all. The only reason I do bring my phone is I've mentioned to you guys, I love to use the Otter app to talk and it transcribes your voice notes, not affiliated with the app. And I kind of will just, as I'm walking, talk through, you know, last night I talked through this morning, I talked through the dreams that I had last night, you know, Oh, I dreamt this. And you know, what is that? What does that, how did that make me feel? I had a dream last night that like made me feel really sad. And I was like, Oh, there must be some like sadness in my body that my body's trying to release. You know, when we are dreaming, our body is trying to process unprocessed emotions, not all the time, but sometimes. And so I was walking and I just set an intention to experience, you know, the dream. And I talked it into my little otter app. You can talk it into your voice memos app, but talking out loud to yourself while you're on a walk is just so powerful and freeing. Just open up a voice note and give yourself a good old fashioned rant, whatever it is. If someone's on your nerves or if you're feeling sad or scared, open up your voice memos app, go on a walk, talk it out. And you're gonna be like, damn, I feel 10 times lighter. It's really crazy. Sometimes, I mean, don't get it wrong. I'm in therapy too. And I love therapy. I love talk therapy. There's a lot of things that Often, if we just told ourselves nine times out of 10, we need to hear it from ourselves because our soul is asking for it. And I've talked about this so many different times. I told Austin the other night before we were going to bed, I was like, we were getting ready to go to sleep. And, you know, usually we'll kind of like cuddle and talk to each other or whatever. And I was like, will you just tell me that everything's gonna be okay and that I'm gonna start feeling better and everything's fine? Something to that effect. It was like longer winded. And he he looked at me and he goes, I think you just need to tell yourself that because I already know that 
but I think you need to hear it from you. And I was like, damn, <laughs> he's so right. Anytime that we're really wanting our partner, we're like, oh, I wish you would say this to me. It's like, because your soul wants you to tell it to your soul, your soul needs to hear it from you. You know, it all goes back to like, we have to love ourselves the most before we can give, we don't want to give all of our love away to someone else, right? Because the amount of love that we can give is the amount of love that we can give to ourselves. It's like such a, I know that's kind of a heady, heady statement to leave you guys with, but it's so true because Austin was like, I think you need to say that to yourself. And I said, you're right. He, Austin is wise. He's wise. He's not, he doesn't have as many labels and spiritual concepts and terms for me. He just lives very simply and profoundly wise. So whatever it is that your soul needs to hear today, go on a walk and tell her or him or whoever, however you identify. I love you guys. Thanks for coming to class. Thanks for listening to my movie spiritual review rant, but these are things that really did free guy really made me feel very free at the end. Cause I was like, I can be anything I want. I can do anything I want to do. Nothing matters. We can quantum leap. We can become these versions of ourselves by simply just selecting the identity and embodying it. Just don't get stuck switching the identity, the little bloop, 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 bloop. That was the lesson. Don't get stuck changing too many things because <laughs> then you're never consistent with one thing and the universe sends you confusion, right? So here is to stepping into 2024, which is a numerology eight year, which is an abundant year, stepping in with clarity, with knowing, with confidence, and ultimately aligning you with all the abundance in the world. I have some tools for you guys. If you're seeking more clarity, a free little fire ceremony on my Instagram, if you want to set some intentions with a little prayer, some word magic, and as always, I have a how to read the Akashic Records course. If you feel called to connecting with your Akashic Records, your soul's essence and your angel team in a deeper capacity, that's always linked in the show notes and it's always there. So whenever you feel the calling, just know that you have the ability to access this information. It lives inside of you. It lives all around us. Energy is ever flowing and it's always working to send us information and wisdom and light and love. I promise you that. So if you want to start to create an intention to connect deeper, the universe is going to meet you there. And if you feel the call, then that means you're ready. Okay. I, that's all. I always have more things to say, but just got to start recording for next week. Love you guys. Thank you for coming to class. I hope you took notes and send this to a friend who maybe needs to hear one of these messages. Love you, love you, love you. Mwah. Bye. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.